Welcome to Wednesday Tips and Tricks. Lots of us are negotiating the return to meeting in much larger groups, be that in church, theatre, youth club, or in what is apparently the bellwether of all things normal in British society, the soft play centre. At the same time, we're conscious of the fact that we've bought a whole lot of kit and we've learned some tricks over the last 18 months. So what is next? I think we need to start with a really honest question. Now that we're no longer in lockdown, what is the best way of communicating with our congregation or group? It seems simple, but the answer will vary depending on the size, age, team and geography of your context. Before making any plans, I think it's helpful to ask yourself what is sustainable, sensible and necessary for you at this time. That might be different from the church down the road or the big national youth work agency who employ a full-time digital comms team. And I think that's where we need to be completely lacking in ego and a bit brave. What is best for your people? There's probably three broad options. First, you could opt to stay as you are and decide never to meet in person again. Now call me biased, but I cannot be the only one who finds the thought of never-ending digital church a ghastly prospect. It has been brilliant, but I think in the long run it encourages a consumerist attitude to church and discipleship suffers as a result. So we're probably all agreed that we don't want to give up the habit of meeting together in real life. However, there will be people for whom the technological connection has meant they can engage better. Think about the housebound, the parents who are juggling childcare or shift workers. And there will be people who are reluctant to re-engage too quickly. Plus, of course, there are the people from far-flung corners of the world or the skulkers from down the street who have connected with your church during lockdown. What do you do about them? What is best for your people means being crystal clear on who your people are. And maybe, radical thought alert, asking them what works for them. Secondly, you could opt to scrap all the digital tech and just get back to basics. Figure out how many people you can fit in your building, set up your protocols and boom, you're good to go. Now, the advantage of that include, of course, as we've said before, the fact that as human beings, we are not created to exist in two dimensions. And at the end of what has been a very arduous period for so many people, it's important to rediscover the value of in-person community. Restrictions on numbers may mean that you can't all meet together and being prepared to restructure how and when we meet might come into play. You don't have to have everybody all together at the same time or even a succession of meetings. In-person gathering could mean regrouping in smaller congregations, building on local connections or encouraging small group in-person home-based gatherings. I think there's an opportunity to reassess how we meet and jettison some of the old ways that have, as they say, I been. So even if you lock your tripod in a cupboard and put your podcasting mic on eBay, don't just slip back into what was normal pre-pandemic. Be a bit strategic. Option three is the hybrid, finding some balance of meeting in person and online that means everyone is happy. Oh wait, scratch that. You can't make everybody happy all the time. And if that's what's driving you, take a moment to come back to the original question. What is best for your people? Not what will make all your people happy and not what's best for Bob from Saskatchewan, unless you happen to live in Saskatchewan, of course. Who are you called to do? What's the best way to communicate and meet with them? Only you and your team can answer that and you might need to take a pause and have an honest conversation before you go any further. Now, I'm aware that I've gone over my three minutes and I've broken my own rule and it's only episode two of this season. So join me on Friday when I'll be thinking a little bit more about how we do hybrid church and how we even help the bobs from Saskatchewan. Whoa, that's hard to say. Join me then. Foolproof Bites is written, edited and produced by Fiona Stewart for Foolproof Creative Arts. Don't forget to like, subscribe, rate and review so other people can join the foolish fun.